All right. It's been 10 days since we started since we were trapped in this mansion. Things have things have gotten interesting. Uh I I ran into four people trying to escape a lab. They tried to shoot at me, so I I killed them with my nunchucks just cuz that's what I've been doing with with everybody these days and I don't know. I, it, it I really wish right. that they had built in the feature to skip these monologues from Ben. I really like listen to, listening to it the first time I beat the game, but like now that I'm grinding it and trying to get that world record, hearing him say the same things over and over again is getting a really tiresome. Guys, I'm still in the front lobby. Chris has run through here I don't even know how many times and taken the gun as soon as it spawns. So I don't have anything to defend myself with except lockpicks. You can. There's a there's a bi- there's a big box with a bunch of unlocked infinite ammo weapons. I keep telling you that. It's empty. I look at it and it's empty. Okay, you can take def- the gun. I I think I sh- I think I should be focusing on a knife only run anyways. In Jafar's defense, he's actually gotten really good at killing things with lockpicks. As good as you can get. Eyes are squishy. It's true. I mean, I, I still keep saying nunchucks are the way to go. If I had found a pair, Ben, I might feel differently. Like this giant meat guy showed up with a minigun, and I just whacked him with my nunchucks till he went down. Did he give you loot? Uh, why would I pick it up? I've already got my nunchucks. <sighs> well, regardless... You guys know that you don't even have to be killing these zombies, right? They're pretty slow, all things considered. You can dodge past them. It feels good, though. It feels really good. Not as good as killing those four people trying to escape from the, the lab, but... I think we need to get Ben out of here. Ben, those people are on our team, but we can talk about it more after the theme song. I don't know. I, I There's a squad of stars guys up ahead. I'm going to go nunchuck them. No... Please. Ha! Stars. Welcome back to Draft the Universe. This is the Nerdfight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we've picked a topic. Last week we picked our favorites, and this week we're going to use those picks to fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafar. I'm Chris. And I'm Ben. That was very audible. That was the point. Okay. (laughs) It's my brand, since you guys made me put away my nunchucks while we record. Oh. So so you're just going to open cans now? That's your brand? Yep. I mean, we're all locked in different rooms. What are you drinking, at least? Um, I found it on a zombie. Uh, it was still cold, so it's got to be good. Mm. 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 I think he Is was a looter. Is does it, it have? Does it, it have a green herb on the can? No, and it's it's covered in goo, but the the top is clean. Ugh. 
I probably best to just move on. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. So after 10 days, there's really not so much we can do for Ben anymore. We just got to get out of here. It's true. Maybe yeah. if someone stopped focusing on getting out of here as quick as possible and then doing it again, we would get to leave. Maybe if you guys got out of here once, I could come with you. I've gotten out That's of here that... several times. I mean, what? why would I not reset this? I get to nunchuck a shark. Uh, so puzzles. Puzzles. <laughs> puzzles. Yep, that is what we're here to debate. Uh, with enthusiasm unbound. Indeed. <laughs> I don't know, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, the first match is Ben versus Jafar. So why don't you go ahead and lock one in, Ben? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Puzz 3D. Ooh. All right. And I will take the thing that I haven't managed to do in the last 10 days and escape this room. <laughs> okay. I wrote down my prompts on this uh, this typewriter, but I didn't want to tear it, so I'm actually going to roll a dice in order to select one randomly. So, here we go. All right. The hardest part of the Shrine of the Silver Monkey was the time limit. What makes your puzzle more difficult? So, imagine a puzzle growing out of the table. That's right. We've entered into the third dimension. That's one more dimension. It's a 50% increase than your average puzzle. Mm. It's it's more. It's 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 a whole different way of thinking. It's not just putting the pieces together. It's putting the pieces up towards the sky, towards the heavens as we challenge God himself <laughs> as our puzzles Reach towards the sun. Oh shit! You uh, you <laughs> ben, building that Tower I, of Babylon Puzz 3D over there? Tower of Babel. Ben, Tower ben, of Babel. I, Sorry. Yeah. It's, ben, I think that it's I think several thousand pieces. Is, I think your Puzz 3D is about to be smote by God. <laughs> it's, it's it's possible. It is. It's it's several stories tall now, which is saying okay. something for a very early agricultural society. I'm amazed that you can, like, put that 12-foot ladder up against the Puzz 3D, and it holds. It's impressive piece strength. I mean, it's, it, they, they knew what they were doing when they, they designed this. Also, the, the foam pieces are very thick. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. They did bend pretty easily. Like, you could knock a corner, like, very lightly, and it would be permanently, like, indented. But. That is true. But yeah, I'm... I'm one step closer to heaven, each each foam block at a time. Okay, yeah. I mean, it is a, it is a heresy that you are doing, I think, but um, you know. But okay, never stopped well, us before. That's true. All right, moving on, Jafar. Um, so escape rooms are difficult for a couple of reasons. Um, there's a lot of different puzzles typically going on at the same time, so. You can't really do them all at once. You got to kind of multitask. Um, or usually you're in there with a group of people. And this is what makes the Puzz 3D 
or uh, makes the escape room harder than a Puzz 3D. Ben can do that Puzz 3D by himself. <laughs> the escape room, I've got to deal with random strangers. <laughs> I thought you went with friends. I mean, you can go with friends, but sometimes you're traveling for work and you go with a friend and then you get stuck with a group of six people who can't solve an escape room. That's true. And you hand them most of the solutions. You brute force your way through a handful of the others. Um, and but you actually, come within like minutes of having the answer. Despite the fact you ha didn't find one entire puzzle, you got very close. You just kind of skipped a step. Yeah. This was the, this was the same escape room. Jafar and I went to an escape room together. Yeah. We went to an escape <laughs> room in Boston. Was, was that Boston? Yeah. It was Boston, yeah. Yeah. And, and those <laughs> dumb fuckers who were in the room with us couldn't get on board. Just no matter, it's like, it's probably this guy's, hey, do this thing exactly. Okay, 20 minutes later, how do I do this? Oh, God, we're so behind. Yeah. That Ugh. sounds like my nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed I mean, to me building this great tower. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... um. If I had to choose between um, the third dimension slash God smiting down my Puzz 3D um, and other people, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna choose other people. That is definitely worse. So Jafar wins. All right. It's not just that you have to deal with other people. It's that if they are good at doing puzzles, they're still doing your puzzles. Right. Those those puzzles, they should extend the time limit so that you get out in whatever time you get out. I would pay for it to have a whole day to myself to not have to lose Wait. because puzzles are not meant to be lost. So you're saying his is worse, which is why mine is better. Mm, I'm giving the point to him because he's made the more compelling argument. Um, yours is better. But I think that the question is better to get smote by God than have to deal with strangers trying to solve your puzzles. Well, yes. now I'm just going to sit in judgment of you guys from the top of my tower. That should not last for, all of what do you not think? Not for Chris? very much longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next match is Jafar versus Chris. Um, I will go ahead and take Tetris. All right. And I. Oh. And Chris? <laughs> yep. Um, I will also take a video game, and I will take Myst. All right. All right. And my criteria here was written on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Hmm, oh. What a puzzle. Yep. Okay. Winner goes to space camp, trademark. Loser gets a gum jabar. What is your... Hmm. Uh, what do you get for losing your puzzle? Oh, damn it. I wish I had picked a agony box. <laughs> 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 all right um what do you get for losing tetris mm -hmm. um a lot of uh a lot of self-wallowing probably um i mean you can just try again tetris is a game that you like you pick up and you keep going and tetris is a game that also doesn't really have an end depending on what version of tetris you're playing um, the original Tetris for Nintendo had an end. Um, if you cleared, I think it was like a thousand lines or something, you won. That might not even be the original Tetris. That might have been like the Game Boy one or something. Um, 
there was a version of Tetris that you could clear a thousand lines and win. And then in Tetris 99, if you're the last player standing, you have won. But most versions mm-hmm. of Tetris uh, are solitaire and endless. So all well, you theoretically get, endless. Theoretically endless. Um, They're a Bond so, girl? So what you get... Endless is a Bond girl name? No, solitaire. Oh, Oh, Solitaire is a Bond girl name, isn't it? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Which is weird, because she never played Solitaire. Hmm. Yeah, you can't play Solitaire in a casino, I don't think. Well, she I don't believe they go to a casino and live and let die. Hmm. I thought they went to a casino in every Bond film. A lot of them. There's a lot of casinos. Yeah. And especially if we count, like, like bo- casino boats. Uh, you know, are featured prominently. Um, you've got like CD poker games and stuff. It's not always like gambling is in just about all of them, whether or not it's in a casino proper. That's true. Yeah. Horse races, I think, as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what all of that has in common is it also just leaves you self-wallowing in defeat because there is no winning in gambling against the house, just like there is no winning in Tetris. Ooh. An endless spiral of defeat and depression is all that awaits you. <laughs> Just like life. Chris, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, so losing mist, I would say, um, maybe this is going to be a little, uh, a little bit of a hot take. Um, losing mist is more authentic to the experience of playing Mist than beating Mist is. I say this for a couple of reasons. Number one, when the game came out, it was before the internet as we know it. it there were message boards. Um, you could still find things, but it was a lot harder to find things. And so these puzzles were, um, in a way, because there was no... Uh, dialogue to give away hints to it they were in some aspects harder to do than your typical adventure game point and click puzzles um and uh so i'd imagine that maybe of the people who picked up mist and played it like the original crop of people um if it had a 50 percent uh rate of completion i would be surprised that's true for a lot of video games. A lot of video games just don't get finished. Um, a lot of people just like play until they're bored and they move on. And I'm, I'm pretty notorious for doing this myself. Um, but even then, if you come back to Myst and you manage to go through the game and you solve all of the puzzles, there's still a chance that you will lose. And that is because Myst has multiple endings. You can choose to side with um, the brother Akinar or Cirrus. And... Regardless of which one of those two that you pick, um, they swindle you and they lock you inside a book, which is a weird thing, but that's missed. Um, you get locked inside of books. Um, and it takes at going through at least one of those endings to realize that there is another third ending um, in which you do not let either brother out of their prisons, which are books, because again, missed. Um, and you go through the fireplace and find a, uh, a a third way. Um, so in, in essence, I think that most people who end up finally beating the game Mist will have lost at least three times. So it's more authentic to the actual experience than 
beating it on the first go around is. So we have the choice between wallowing in despair as you strive against the unwinnable and losing being part of the adventure. Uh, I'm going to go with losing being part of the adventure. Chris gets the point. Not, not a man for Sisyphus? No. All right. Well, the next match is Chris versus Ben. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Gordian Knot. Okay, and I will counter the Gordian Knot with the Tower of Hanoi. All right. You know what? I think if you mix the Gordian Knot with a Tower of Hanoi, you have a puzzle that Jafer has solved. Quite possibly. All yeah. I know is, well, the Gordian Knot was cute in its own way. Uh, the Baby and Knot was the more acclaimed film. Does anybody what? remember Gordy? The other talking pig film along with Babe? <laughs> Man. Yeesh. Oh, See, usually Podcast you over. don't have to walk people through it, Ben. <laughs> I knew I knew Gordy was a deep pull when I made it. <laughs> you just let those simmer and the people who smile smile and the people who groan groan and your hosts just continue like you didn't say anything like normal. That's really what we should have done, actually. Yeah. All right. Your criteria is this dollar bill is trying to tell me something. What is the lesson taught by your puzzle? Chris? The lesson taught by the Gordian Knot is uh, several fold. Uh, first off, take good care of your ropes because if you don't, you're going to get a knot that never going to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you get a knot that never going to come out, um, second lesson, don't prophecy about that knot. I don't know why people make prophecies about knots. Um, all things considered, the obvious solution to the uh, to a knot that can't be untied is that somebody comes along and cuts the ropes, and then they take over all of the world. And it's all because you couldn't take care of your ropes. So I guess the ultimate lesson of this is just take care of your ropes. Don't tie super big knots. Just, like, coil things neatly. Um, and also... If you run across a giant knot, go ahead and sword it. Um, just sword that shit. Just sword the knot. It'll be fine. Rope is not that expensive. So take care of your rope. But also, like, don't be so precious about it that you let, you know, a giant ro- giant knot of rope go, like, sitting by the roadside for thousands of years while people make prophecies about it. Like, don't allow that whole situation to happen in the first place. Just, like, take care of your ropes. And if you get big knots, just cut the rope, cut your losses. You can have more than one rope. Yeah, you can always tie the ends back together, too. Like That's true. If you're a, if you're a magi- magician, in fact, you can cut the whole thing in half, and then you can do magic to it. And all of a sudden, it's back in one piece. So, All right. Well, Ben, what lessons do we learn from the Towers of Hanoi? So the Tower of Hanoi... It's all about planning 
and then executing that pattern. So it is, it's a system where once you have your plan, as long as you stick to it, no matter how long it takes, and I watched the video Chris watched last week where you, you watch the uh, eight stack <laughs> of the Tower of Hanoi for almost three minutes as it just makes its way through the pattern, and it's enchanting. Um, but <laughs> a lot of people, when you're watching something like that, you start to you start to maybe let your mind wander a little bit. You start thinking, okay, I kind of get it. Okay, whatever, just it'll it'll figure itself out. And that's when you fail. Because you have to stick to the pattern and not miss any steps. Just like life. If you have a plan and you stick to it, that's great. It's when you let the plan just go for a little bit that everything starts to become unraveled and you need to gather everything back up again. And so it's a testament to following the plan to achieve your goal. First, by conquering all of Macedonia, then Greece, then Babylon, and on the way, all the way to India. Just finish the plan. Why would you conquer Babylon, though? I hear the Puz 3D there fell over. That was Babel, not Babylon. We... No, you, no, no. Let's you just don't get a Babylon wrong, with a bunch of different languages until Babylon 5. Okay. That's not true. Babylon was a giant multicultural empire. <laughs> okay. But you conquer it anyway because it's part of the plan. Did you hear that the Cylons have a plan? I mean, yeah, after the intro of every episode yes did you know you that the know writers something? of uh Battlestar Galactica <laughs> did not know what that plan is when they came up with that idea <laughs> <laughs> did you see the movie Battlestar Galactica the plan where they detailed the plan yeah they didn't know that when they created that intro though <laughs> <laughs> honestly having seen the plan still not convinced they had a plan <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Jafar. I I already went, Chris. You have to. Oh, ju- sorry. You have to. You have to you... Oh, I'm judging. You're judging. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, oh man. god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Sorry, You've guys. Been stuck in that I've lobby been stuck too in long. this room for a long time, guys. I only have so many lock picks to count. Um, okay. Yeah, it's just the one. That's <laughs> <laughs> all that's left. You don't want to reuse a lock pick after you've jammed it into a zombie's eye. Anyways, um, so uh, the lesson being: take care of your ropes or follow the plan. Uh, I think. While tending your ropes is very important, any good plan probably has tending your ropes as part of it. And so Ben's is a little bit more encompassing, and so he'll get the point. As was the plan. So say we all. So say we all. I refuse to say that, not because I don't really, really love Battlestar Galactica, but because I just lost. (laughs) Just so that's clear, I really, 
really love Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, it's great. Remember I that? Even love. Remember that, that time that we saw Edward James almost speak, and he got oh. an entire auditorium to shout. So say we all. Yeah, yeah, he really inhabits that character. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Would you say he spoke by standing and delivering? Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. He was the star of the film Stand and Deliver. Yeah, I'm I'm aware. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. Got that one. Yeah, do you see that blade running towards your neck for making that pun, Ben? Uh no, but that's only because I've seen I've only seen the US theatrical cut. So <laughs> unless Harrison Ford is describing what's happening, I'm too dumb to understand. Fair enough. Next match is Jafer versus Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take Portal. Um, and I will counter video game with video game and go with the Water Temple. We really chose a lot of video games. I only picked one. <laughs> I, I also only... Well, I picked two. Okay. Okay. Damn it, it's missing a piece. What's the worst thing your puzzle can be missing? And just to clarify... The worst answer wins. So, like, the thing that you miss the most or the thing that you miss the least? The thing that you miss the most. Oh, this is easy, man. Portal Portal is a game of perfect length, We've just, as I've said many times. Yeah. Um, but Portal spends a good chunk of that time endearing you to a single character. Um, mm-hmm. You grow to love this character. You grow to want to take care of this character. You grow to place this <laughs> character on pedestals. And then you have to incinerate this character to move on. And when you oh, incinerate no. the companion cube, hmm. <laughs> it breaks your heart a little. And so the hardest, the hardest uh, piece to be missing is your heart on a cube on a cube <laughs> yeah that's, that's it's called the dramatic pause ben i was gonna get there the first cube is the hardest <laughs> i don't know there's something there. there's something maybe one day we'll, yeah. we'll workshop it after pop that is i know <laughs> all right so uh the worst thing that you could take out of Portal is um, the companion cube. Ben, what is the worst thing you can take out of the water temple? Uh, that would be the Zora tunic. Okay. The Zora tunic is the thing that allows you to breathe underwater. And I have seen actually a video of somebody who is able to, you're not supposed to be able to do it, but glitch their way into the water temple without the, the tunic. Mm-hmm. And then you're just... You're just stuck there. <laughs> there is no way to beat it. There is no way to move forward. It it it. De- you are supposed to just be able to live, like survive underwater to solve the puzzles of the temple. <laughs> and because there was no way to get back out, and there was no way to solve the puzzle, they were just trapped there forever, in a in a watery tomb. Okay, so you you're saying that without a t-shirt you end up drowning for all of eternity well the t-shirt lets you breathe underwater okay it's a pretty nice t-shirt yeah that zora t-shirt that's important 
It's a tunic. It's a little longer than a t-shirt. Okay, so it's in, it's like a really hip t-shirt. Well, it's just long enough that you belt it. Hmm. Okay. So it doesn't matter fashion? how many hooks you shot. doesn't matter how many mirror links you kill. You can't escape. Hmm. If I'm going to choose between being unable to escape and not having a friend... I'd much rather be stranded with a friend, even if I do have to euthanize that friend in a fire tube. But he's saying you don't have the friend. He took your friend away. That, that's, what's, that's what we don't want. Yeah. Okay. So it's much, it's much worse to lose a friend than to never be able to leave the water temple. I completely I like water. disagree. <laughs> I like water parks. Water parks are cool. <laughs> I'm sure there's fish. There's probably fish in there, right? No. I mean, the Zora are fish people. But there's no Zora in the water temple. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess there's no there's really no food in the Porto universe either, so all um, things being There's equal. a delicious cake. No, there isn't, Ben. The cake is a lie. This is we've been over this. You see it during the uh, the credits. Hey Ben, you know that that is a video game, right? And not real footage of a place? Yeah, but within the you Within the universe of the game, they show you the cake, and it's real. All right, the next match is Chris versus Jaffer. <laughs> Go ahead and lock one in, Chris. I'm, I'm, to be clear, I'm not certain why Jaffer didn't choose to just take out the portal gun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about um not... Um, because you get two portal guns, right? You get like the portal gun that only shoots the yeah. one, and then you get the full portal gu- portal gun. And then when you like look at it, it's a whole separate portal gun sitting there, right? And it's just mm. like, one, why aren't I dual wielding portal guns? I should have just the blue and the orange and one in each hand, right? Mm-hmm. Like I should be dual wielding portal pistols in that game. But more importantly, I thought, man, how much would it suck to only have the blue and then not get the orange? And you're just like trapped there. <laughs> yeah yeah but companion cubes rip mm-hmm. rsvp companion cube you murdered him so did you yeah i didn't care though oh you monster go ahead and lock okay. one in chris <laughs> um i will choose i will choose uh the agony box all right, and I will take the Da Vinci Cross. Okay. McLaren's is rebranding. Why is your puzzle the best name for a bar? <laughs> um, and Jafar, you can't say anything. S- you banned puzzles, not McLaren's. Uh, ben, you're talking about something that's banned? Uh, so I think you're going to have to watch your emails for an infraction notice there. Ooh. Um, okay, so why is uh, the Agony Box a good name for a bar? Yes, Chris. <laughs> Please explain. Um, because no matter how your night goes, it's going to pretty adequately describe it. <laughs> That's it. 
Because hmm. going out to bars and trying to meet people is agony. Now I'm just thinking of all of the, the specialty drinks names. Oh, yeah. No, I would go to a Dune-themed bar. It would be so awesome. Only thing is, you can't get a glass of water there. Um. Well, if we want to be... It depends. Okay, if I were to pitch a Dune-themed bar, what they would do at a certain point of every night is um, they would hand out water to the poor, like, behind the bar. <laughs> um. Just like bottled water, I think. You wouldn't need to like squeeze out towels of water and then have people just like get it in their tin cups or anything. That seems a little cruel. Just like hand out some drinks to people who are less fortunate than you. Just like the uh just like the Atreides did. Before those bastard Harkonnens took their planet from them. As was approved by the Emperor. Mm, the Padishah Emperor was a total bitch, though. How dare you? History determined the victor of that one. Well, I don't know about that. I've only read the first book. Okay. I know that Da Vinci Gr Cross is an excellent name for a bar. One, it's actually the, probably the name of a bar somewhere. It's a very hip bar. Yeah, It would um, be a very hip bar. Um, Jafar, I hate to break this to you. I don't think that you're going to be led into Da Vinci Cross. <laughs> oh, it's too hip. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too hip for all of us. <laughs> I'm hip. I'm with it. <laughs> You've never been less of either than when you just said that. <laughs> no. He's doing the Macarena. No, I'm doing the Macarena over here. Okay, I thought you were about to do the timing thing, and I was gonna. No timing. No, no, I was, I was continuing my Austin Powers reference, <laughs> thus proving how hip and with it I am. Yes, a twenty-year-old film. <laughs> it's come back around, probably. I don't think so. <laughs> Austin Powers? Yeah, that's a line from Austin Powers. When Doctor <laughs> Evil gets unfrozen. <laughs> And he's trying to reconnect with his son, Scott. He's like, I'm hip. I'm with it. And then he does the Just Macarena. A <laughs> Just a moment. Yes? Is... Was not me. What? Tell Alex we can hear him. Was not me. I know. That was me. Oh. I, it was a funny thing. <laughs> Sorry, I was talking to the final boss. We've gotten a little cool. All right. Was that Alex Wait. Wesker? No, it's those those four kids trying to escape from the lab. No, no that's true. Yeah, yeah, I thought you killed them, Ben. I did. They keep coming back. And then there's this this guy with swoopy hair who's like, it's my first day, and I'm just like, eat nunchuck, and then he dies. So what? anyways, what? Da Vinci Cross. So the Da Vinci Cross itself is a puzzle of uh, two like rectangles, right, that meet in the center. Mm -hmm. that you can't pull apart because there are dowels on the inside and you have to rotate it just right to get the dowels and gravity to drop down to unlock it, right? So what we can do is we can kind of play into that and have, like, big wooden dowel glasses and shot glasses and stuff and kind of, like, theme the bar around it a little bit. Ooh. 
Maybe get some. Uh, they make sake cups, like wooden boxes. Like, sorry. Traditionally, sake is drunk out of like wooden boxes, wooden like small wooden boxes hmm. in, in Japan. Yeah. yeah. So we'll do stuff like that. Um, we're not gonna like lock up anyone's meal behind a puzzle. Mm, really um, though, because I would really like that. But well, here's the thing: is I don't want to do that to someone who's really hungry. But I do feel like there is a like puzzle eating challenge at this bar where it's like you have to like eat this pound burger pound fries and you have to solve the puzzle box that contains a pound of chili <laughs> what if um and then eat the pound of chili what if like the napkin rings holding your silverware were puzzles and you had to like disentangle it or else you had to eat with your hands will you invite dan brown to the opening i mean if he'll have us what about yeah. what about uh, Tom Hanks? I mean, assuming he's feeling better. Yeah, I think I think he is good. I don't know what he, I don't know what the whole world is talking about since we've been locked in the bunker this whole time. But. Yeah, I heard Tom Hanks was sick, and I hope he feels better. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he can get back to making also, movies about people who are good at their jobs. People seem to be drinking a lot of light Mexican beer lately. I don't know. I haven't been spending too much time on Twitter. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yep. All right, Ben. Time to judge. Well, uh, if I have to choose uh, between a bar that is full of fun puzzles and a bar that reminds me that life is pain, <laughs> I'm, I'm choosing the puzzle bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Tom Hanks might be there. We'll find out. Maybe one day. Dan Brown wrote the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, yeah. We caught that reference, Ben. In case somebody at home didn't. Holy shit. I just remembered that Dune is coming out this year. Is it? <laughs> it, no. I, it is. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason <laughs> it know. wouldn't be. Don't don't take that from me. Oh, no. Oh, that means a... it might come out like straight to DVD, make no money, and they won't make a sequel. Hmm. Mm. Don't, don't you do this to me. Don't you do this to me. <laughs> I'm sure everything will be all right, Chris. Yeah, that's the lesson of Dune. Everything will be okay. Listen, if if Dune doesn't come out on time for whatever reason, then it's all part of the grand plan, right? The thousand year path, the golden road, whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah the Cody I, Rhodes. I appreciate I appreciate you trying to make references, but we do have to play the the, the stinger because I do have more Dune news now. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, play the stinger. Resident Visions. I'm not in the mood. Not in the mood. Mood's a thing for cattle and love play, not fighting. Not in the mood for details. Now you listen to me. Details, and I want them right now. I don't have a job. I have no place to go. You're not in the mood. Well, you get in the mood. Prescient visions of Dune. Prescient visions of Dune. Welcome everybody to Prescient Visions of Dune, the uh, least um, popular podcast inside a podcast of this podcast (laughs) the second the second most popular podcast within a podcast because i don't know of anything else other than munch squad um uh so this just in 
Dune is actually going to be two films. They cut it up? They cut it up into two parts. This is the smartest thing they could do because you have two extremes in this. You have the David Lynch film, which tried to condense it all into one, and it ended up being a mess because you can't condense Dune into one movie. It's just too dense, and it's batshit crazy anyways. Um, And the sci-fi miniseries, uh, which did Dune in six hours with a really small budget. And both of those things do not do Dune justice. Um, Like... The budget in the Dune miniseries, although I do like it, it's 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 done with love, definitely. But the budget is so small that you can literally see the backdrops in some of the shots. It was not difficult to make that not happen. But. Well, I just hope the acting's good. I hope they decided it's not going to be Timothy Chalamet. It's Timothy Shallow Will. All right, the next no. match is Ben versus Chris. No. <laughs> no, I quit. I quit. No more. You quit. No more podcast. I quit. I am the quit arts Hadarak. All right, Ben, go ahead and lock one in. All right. Even though uh, Chris might have ruined it for me, I'm taking the Voynich manuscript. <laughs> All right, Chris. Did you happen? Did you happen to look at the one I was talking about, the um, Codex Seraphinianus? No. Okay. It's it's batshit crazy. <laughs> it's it's lovely though. It's really incredible. I'm gonna take um, the Zen Koan. All right. Just as a puzzle 3D was the next evolution of the jigsaw puzzle, where does your puzzle go next? Ooh. Ben. So we see that the Voynich manuscript has uh, inspired others to what they do, what they think the Voynich manuscript is be an insolvable puzzle. But what I think is the action, like an unsolvable puzzle isn't a puzzle, a puzzle is only a puzzle if you can solve it. And so I think the next step is when we finally do figure out what it's saying. And that inspires a whole new generation of people to just try and think of not creating gibberish, because anybody can do that. Anybody can make nonsense. Not anybody. We've been doing it for more than 100 episodes. But not everybody can create a piece of art that is also able to express an actual idea more more creative than just haha look how clever i am you can't read this and so it'll inspire a whole new generation to create beautiful works that uh you know 50 generations to come will spend their lives trying to decode and that is the next step it is Generations long's puzzle, generation long puzzles that actually tell you something. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Until that last bit, I was going to say, yeah, lost. <laughs> but lost didn't, did not tell you nothing. Nope. All right. But it Chris. did feel like a generation long. It did. 
Tell us the next evolution of the Coen Brothers film franchise. Okay. Um, so imagine No Country for Old Men, but it's No Country for Old Women also. It's the sequel. <laughs> no Country for Anybody. <laughs> I feel um, like I live there. <laughs> uh, so the Zen Coen is... Uh, to put it in a way that's kind of easy to grasp, it's kind of the equivalent of like a mental worry stone. Are you familiar with worry stones? See, si. no. So a worry stone is basically just a rock that um, you fidget with. The idea being that like there's like maybe like a little hollow in it, and after enough like kind of like you know like pushing your finger in there, eventually the the rock will wear like a hole through it, just like slowly, small amounts over time. Um, but more, it's more about just like having something in your hand in order to fidget. Um, but it's fidgeting brought to a higher purpose. So Zenkoen is like something that you hold in your mind. You inspect it from every possible angle. Um, and you, uh, you, you try to unlock it knowing that it, unlike a puzzle really, does not have a logical solution. And that its true meaning is meant to be grasped right at the edge of like exhaustion. When you've stopped regarding it in terms of logic and have started having a more instinctive reaction to it. Um, but I think the problem with Zen Coens is that they take way too long. Um, it's like the work of a lifetime in order to unravel one. Um, and so I'm thinking that maybe if like um, if we could turn our eyes inside to like, without needing an external focus, right? Um, maybe that there's like a Zen koan within us. And if we could turn our eyes inside to look at that and then apply some type of like, I don't know, maybe like a, a substance that would speed up your, your mental process and allow you to kind of have more intuition and possibly even prescience, um, and like, if you could kind of un untangle the Zen koan within, um, through the use of this substance, which would probably taste really good in coffee, and also it's addictive, and you can never um, get off of it um, without dying, and also it makes you live forever in fold space and time. I I think that would be the next level of the Zen koan. All right, so Ben wants to make a puzzles that teach lessons for entire generations, and Chris wants me to do drugs. Mm hmm. No, I, I, I want to make the Kwisatz Haderach. Yeah, look. I already made the Kwisatz Haderach. We just have to wait for Jafar to finish Dune. So Chris wants me to do drugs. Yep. So let me rephrase nope. this. No. You, you can either do drugs or you can not find the solution to a puzzle. I mean, I was already going to give you the point, Chris. <laughs> yeah did you not see where, that this was there was that that was where this was going i didn't yeah you forgot your fair's a degenerate <laughs> i'm trying I'm to, sorry, to make humanity grow and he's just like drugs <laughs> the lock picks have have done a number on you i'm really sorry i just want to get out of here <laughs> okay all right chris gets the point which takes oh, it you. to uh, Jafar versus Chris for the finals. Yep. And I will lock in the human mind. 
All right, Chris. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the last thing that I have, um, which, if you will recall, is a riddle. Um, I will recite that riddle, but first, if you'll allow me, I just have to beat this next boss fight and get to the, the computer where I can put in the, an- the answer. So just hold on a second. I'm going to mute the microphone. Okay, there we go. Um, here we go. T- clickety, clickety. I, why, why am I saying clickety, clickety, clack? It's an actual computer. Okay, here we go. This is the um, this is the, the the riddle. A donkey behind another donkey. I'm behind that second donkey. But there is a whole nation behind me. It is a murder you can describe in a word. That's what I'm picking. Simon Bolivar. Simon is is that who who said that? No. Is Simon Bolivar a murder you can describe in a word? Well, if you're Spanish. Is he a donkey behind another donkey? I mean, he used donkeys to move his cannons through the Andes. Okay. As he so, bu- conquered South oh, America. Okay. So behind the second donkey is probably a cannon. And in, in behind the first donkey, also a cannon. Yep. That checks out. And then he's leading South America to its freedom. Oh shit! Maybe it is Simone Bolivar. Let me t- let me try that. How do you spell it? Simone B O L I V A R. I believe so. Nope. Yep. No. Nope. And it just it just called me a really rude word for uh, trying that one. Okay. Well, uh, why don't we get to a criteria and maybe we can find an answer, Chris? All right. Okay. Moonlight shining above a bottle of good wine. Why is your puzzle the best? For a first date. Jafar. All right. Well, I mean, the human mind, uh, theoretically, all first dates that people have been on started because of the human mind. I know most first dates I've been on were inside my mind. Yeah. And, you know, every great date idea has come from the human mind, unless there's some AI planning dates that I don't know about. But, I mean... We're not that far into Westworld Season 3, so I guess we'll find out. I mean, I thought you got most of your date ideas from Cosmo. Well, yeah, but I mean, people write Cosmo. Do they? I mean, they used to. Yeah, are you sure about that? They used to. Are you sure that maybe Cosmo doesn't have some sort of, like, hive mind AI that is writing all of its content? I mean, they they might be now. That might might have transition might have happened. (laughs) It does seem like that. Um, it couldn't possibly have been written by humans. I do I do have one weird Cosmo story. There was a copy of it in a break room when I worked at a, a retail store. And one of my coworkers was bored and thumbing through it. And she said, oh my God, this can't be real. One of their suggestions to spice up the bedroom was to shave your uh, pubic hair into the shape of the biohazard symbol. <laughs> And she was just like, no, no. Why would anybody ever just suggest this? And I was okay, like, so I'm completely on board. I would not be interested in seeing that. The problem with that tip is that anybody for whom it would be applicable already has it tattooed there. <laughs> or isn't reading Cosmo. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the human mind is the source of all first dates. Uh so every great first date you've ever been on, you're welcome from the human mind. Cool. Also, all the bad As a brief ones. Re- 
as a brief rebuttal, all of the bad dates you've ever been to- been on also biohazard pubic hair shape shaping. No. Cur- courtesy of the human mind. Um, That's the puzzle. Is is it a good one? <laughs> is it a bad one? You know, and you have to find out. You got to get out. Mostly there. bad. You got to get out. Most there. listen. I've been on some mostly terrible first dates. All right. <laughs> I've been on some some first dates so terrible that they have become stories that I tell that I feel like I could work into a stand-up bit. <laughs> Some of them are real bad. So I yep. get it. But, you know, <laughs> I also have other first dates that went really well. You know, and that's that's the life. That's the, you know, that's the game. You know, you try, you do things, you find something that works, you have a good time, and mm-hmm. you know, then you run that playbook again and again and again. Until you get married, and then you don't have to anymore. High five. Oh, woo. You guys are not in the same room. We air fived. Yeah, we, we didn't touch. That's why you didn't hear a like hand smack. Okay. Okay, Chris. We know our own continuity, Chris. Are do you though? No. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, Chris. Why is yours? I will. Uh, your pick the best for a first date. I mean, I'll, I'll readily admit that I, I'm a little shady about the continuity because I keep skipping all of the cutscenes. Uh, so, but okay, so a donkey behind another donkey. I'm behind that second donkey, but there is a whole nation behind me. It is a murder you can describe in a word. So, so Chris, donkey- why is an assassination the best first date? That's wait, what? It's an assassination. A donkey behind another donkey, an ass behind an ass. I am in the middle. A nation is behind me. I really thought it was going to be like donkey, donkey, cannon, cannon. <laughs> um, okay, I guess let me let me te- let me test that answer. Um, oh, oh! I just I just unlocked an achievement. Yeah, what's that achievement called? Um, boss rush, boss boss rush, boss boss rush mod. What? Boss rush mode? Oh, cool. Boss, boss rush mode. Oh, fun! Oh, okay. I'm getting a. I'm, I just got a text that I'm supposed to come beat this guy up with nunchucks. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Um, all of all of the bosses of this mansion have just showed up. Hi, and Chris. They are lining up outside you. the door. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Cool. Can you beat up some of those other bosses for me, please? No. They're on my team. Okay. Um, well, I will say this. Um, there does appear to be a pedestal here with a red button that says, get out of this mansion. And underneath in uh, Sharpie, it says, definitely doesn't self-destruct the place. I would really appreciate you hitting that. Yeah, please okay. Don't. We'll hit. We'll press that. Okay, I'm, I'm going to press it, though, because it says, get out of the mansion. Maybe it skips all the bosses. Oh, nope, it let them in, and also it appears to have started a countdown to self Hey, the front door's opened. Oh, don't go out there. There's lots of zombie dogs there. I think I, I, think I nunchucked them all. Mm, there's a lot more. There's, okay. Um, I guess, I, 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 for, I forgot what this last criteria was, but Why is it looks like the best first date. Um... I mean, if love was ever going to bloom, it would be on a battlefield, right? Okay, I got to go fight these these bosses, guys. Um, theme song, uh, kickstand band. Okay. All right.
Well, while I'm waiting in line to beat up Chris, uh, Jafari, you get the point. Oh, hey. Um, that means Chris has to pick the next topic. Um, can you holler that at him when you, before you beat him up? Chris! Chris, pick the topic while I'm nunchucking you! Ha! I'm... Ha! D ha! Damn it, I don't... I don't... Weapons! Ha! We're gonna do weapons! Ha! Okay, um, I'm gonna go out this door. Um, I hope you guys make it. I guess I'll see you next week. Chris and Ben, you both look busy fighting to the death. So I'll just go ahead and thank the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels. Whoa! You can find their music at thekickstandband.com. Um, go ahead and send us an email, drafttheuniverse at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, your favorite weapons, your favorite puzzles. Um, ah! I didn't want to do this, but taste infinite rocket launcher. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> oh, that and, was half uh, my health. Facebook.com slash Draft the Universe, Twitter at Draft the First. Um, I'm going to go find some green herbs for both of these guys. Um, and we'll see you next week, Internet. 